This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 110, Throwaway Suggestions. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. All right. Hey there, and welcome back. It's Jason Lynette here. And as always, thank you so much for joining me here on the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast. And this week's session is a bit of an interesting one. First of all, some of you may have already gotten a bit of a preview of this content as I recorded this during a Facebook Live, which aired just a few days ago. And uh, to check out the video of that, of course, head over to the show notes over at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. If I can figure out how the uh, technical gadgets work, we'll pull the video down from Facebook and also link it over on YouTube so you can watch the actual production of it as well. This concept of throwaway suggestions is one that really comes about very often in my live trainings, that as I do my trainings, it often takes the shape of being a bit of a master class in hypnotic tonality. It's not just what we say, it's also how we say it. So to approach how one suggestion may be given, it has an entirely different meaning based on the content, the context, the delivery, the volume, the pitch, the tonality, all these other uh verbal tones that I really don't know exactly what I'm saying here, but man, it sounds content rich. So this concept of throwaway suggestions is one that I get into um, in a little detail inside of hypnotic workers, inside of my live trainings, inside of my hypnosis, as well as my NLP trainings. It gets into some detail there too, but I thought let's really jump right in and uh, we'll cover some rather interesting detail here in terms of how it is you can deliver a suggestion in such a way that you really change the meaning, you really change the context of it based on how it's delivered. Uh, for more information just like this, of course, head over to hypnoticworkers.com. That's the entire digital access to my hypnosis training library. And also, I'd invite you to check out an upcoming live training event coming up in September 2017, Work Smart NLP. Currently, you can find details of that over at virginianlp.com forward slash home. So with that, let's jump right in. This is session number 110, Throwaway Suggestions. And away we go. It's Jason Lynette here. This is Throwaway Suggestions. Again, for those of you that are interacting with this uh, podcast recording, the format of this one's a little interesting because we're doing it also as a Facebook Live. And again, to watch the video of it, if you'd like to see the production value, head over to WorkSmartHypnosis.com. We'll post this video in the show notes as well. Let's take a moment and let's actually address exactly what I mean when I refer to as a throwaway. And I'm cheating here in the sense that I've gone ahead and I've opened up Wikipedia because the concept of a throwaway line is actually something that I've learned from comedy writing. So I'm not necessarily someone who uh, does stand-up comedy or does a lot of comedy performance, though I do consider myself a bit of a comedy junkie. I am constantly watching uh, you know, stand-up comedy specials on television, Netflix, Hulu, all these different mediums. I'm someone that uh, I tend to fall asleep if I'm listening to music in my car. Uh, I listen to music in the gym, uh, but listening to music while I'm, uh, you know, uh, driving, I tend to phase out, and that's not good. So 
listening to a lot of comedy keeps me active and the concept of a throwaway line i'm directly quoting wikipedia here so um take this uh, quality of content with a grain of salt in comedy a throwaway line also a throwaway joke or throwaway gag is a joke delivered in passing without being the punchline to a comedy routine part of the build-up to another joke in the context of drama or it's there to advance the story or develop a character Throwaway lines are often one-liners or in-jokes or callbacks, as they're often referred to, or often delivered in a deadpan manner. So I'll give you a couple of uh, examples of this. Uh, I'm really not a, much of a science fiction person, but uh, in terms of one of the most classic throwaway lines in Star Wars, there's the moment where two characters are interacting and he says to her, I love you, and she simply responds, I know. So it's not so much of a buildup of the, you know, this person walks into a bar and they then say this, and there's the joke. The concept of the throwaway line is the sense that really it could um, be delivered in such a way that if you removed it, it really didn't have to be there. One of my favorite television shows that was on in recent years, uh, one of the most quotable television programs, is a program that was called Arrested Development. It was uh, Jason Bateman, David Cross, uh, Will Arnett, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, but an incredible cast of performers. The show really only lasted a couple of seasons, yet it is just full of throwaway lines where, um, you know, well, how much is a banana anyway? $17? And it just, it's not so much of the delivery of a joke, yet it's funnier because it's just kind of thrown away in that manner. So this concept of the throwaway line is one that I've really pulled into my hypnotic suggestions. And by doing it in that format, I'm often able to either deliver a very directed suggestion in a rather indirect way, or I'm able to soften something which really could have been too bold to begin with. And uh, I'll give you a couple of examples of this as we roll through some of this content. The Dave Elman induction, let's start off with that one. There are some elements inside of a Dave Elman induction that very often people would go, I don't like saying that. And uh, honestly, it's a place where we can get really, really creative in terms of our style, in terms of our uh, suggestions that we give and the methods to make a technique work better in our concepts. So let's take a couple of examples here. Uh, the way that I would often begin a Dave Elman induction, or really just about any hypnotic induction in the first session, would be that uh, I, you know, very often we would look at this place where a client may come into your process and say, I don't know if I can relax today, which honestly, relaxation is not a prerequisite for hypnosis. It's absolutely beneficial in terms of fatiguing the nervous system, getting the mind to a place where it's now more receptive to suggestions, though we don't need to have full body relaxation. We don't have to do a progressive muscle relaxation induction to begin the process. We can begin rather quickly with an instant induction or we can work in a compounding format as a Dave Elman induction would be. Though the way that I'd often begin an induction would be to use a rather indirect suggestion to say to the client, I could tell you to go ahead and relax your entire body, but that's really not that necessary because for now, just relax your eyelids. Just relax those tiny muscles around your eyelids fully and completely to that place where you can make them so relaxed they just don't want to work.
And let's unpack exactly what was done there. First of all, the entry point into that, I am making use of a very, very bold commanding suggestions, a very, very bold, um, you know, embedded command. I could tell you to go ahead and relax your entire body. And the throwaway is, but that's not necessary. And what am I doing there? In the moment where the client would come in and say, I don't know if I can relax. Well, I'm telling them, and call it maybe a little bit of a reverse psychology here. I'm telling them, I could tell you to go ahead and relax your entire body, but that's not necessary. And what's happening there is by telling them, in my experience, by telling them you don't have to relax your body, as I lovingly would say, and uh, my student and friend now, Stephen Anderson out of Australia, really hated that I kept using this phrase uh, during the recent uh, Master Hypnotist course that I did with Shawn Michael Andrews. The language of my client now turns into yogurt splattered in the chair, which is my wonderful way of saying they're, they are completely relaxed in that moment. So I could tell you to go ahead and relax your entire body, but that's not necessary. And oddly, by saying that, I get the full body relaxation in that moment rather easily. So it's a beautiful moment where, again, by telling the client what you don't need them to do, they don't have to do, and by doing it, they actually do it, if that makes sense. So again, that opening phrasing to the Dave Elman induction, or really any induction in my manner, uh, I can tell you to go ahead and relax your entire body, but that's really not that necessary. So for now, just relax your eyelids. Those tiny muscles around your eyelids fully and completely all the way down to the place where they just won't work. So again, it's that little bit of a throwaway about that's not necessary. Though again, by saying that there, I get the intended result and then it works as I like to say, more good or better. And Stephen, once again, Outback Hypnosis, yogurt splattered in the chair. That's right. Let's move on inside of this Dave Elman induction, and here's another example of how I'd often make use of this throwaway suggestion moment, uh, which would be the example of, uh, and you can find a reference to this actually inside of a previous podcast session, I believe it was the Q&A part two, where uh, Ross Jeffries turned the tables and he started to interview me. And it's the moment where, what the hell does it mean to tell a client to relax as much as 10 times deeper? Well, let's take that moment specifically and begin to break that apart. I could say it very directly. When you let the eyes open and close, allow yourself to relax 10 times deeper. Let the eyes open, let the eyes close. And that's a very directed way of doing that moment. You could soften it by uh, throwing in some extra passive statements. Allow yourself, there's one, to relax perhaps as much as 10 times deeper, which that's beginning to soften, that's beginning to pull away from that too bold of a phrase there. Although the one that slowly crept its way into my process over the years is this exact statement. Allow yourself to relax 10 times deeper, whatever that means to you. Let the eyes open, let the eyes close. So let's take a moment and unpack exactly what I'm doing here. And this is often my pattern of this. I am making a very, very bold hypnotic suggestion. And then there's a throwaway line that occurs after it. There's the sort of the rhythm is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's kind of the rhythm of it. That's kind of the patterning of it. Allow yourself to relax as much as ten times deeper whatever that means to you. Let the eyes open, 
let the eyes close. And I think this exact reference, for those of you that have Ron Esslinger's uh, Hypnotic Pain Management course, uh, the video training version of that, which I believe he now has as a digital access training as well. Uh, we'll track that down. We'll put that in the show notes. It's an outstanding course. There's a moment where he's doing a induction demo, and he actually says, uh, allow yourself to relax 10 times deeper. Now, I'll tell you, if you only could do it seven times, that's okay. One man told me he could relax 14 times deeper. I don't even know what that means, and I'm paraphrasing here, but that's kind of Ron's style. What fits in my style is this, conf is this concept of the throwaway suggestion. So perhaps allow yourself to relax as much as 10 times deeper. Whatever that means to you, let the eyes open, let the eyes close, and just relax 10 times deeper. Every breath you exhale, helping you to guide yourself even deeper down. So again, what am I doing there? It's that little bit of a phrase, whatever that means to you. And what that statement basically means, and we can use this all sorts of different places, allow yourself to fully and completely relax now whatever that means to you. Let the eyes open, Let the, if it's a moment of fractionation, perhaps. Another example, uh, here I am, I'm in the office recording this on a Tuesday. This is going to be launching on Thursday. I'm working with a uh, young gymnast this morning. She's only about nine years old and working on uh, improving her confidence. And I use this pattern of the extremely bold suggestion followed by the throwaway to soften it which would be that the moment your feet feel the temperature of the mat beneath your feet, you feel that confidence rising to its absolute peak, whatever that means to you. So whenever you pull on that uniform for your gymnastics meet, you feel this power flowing throughout you just as strongly as you could possibly imagine in all the appropriate ways for you. So it's kind of this little bit of a throwaway, which is taking some of the too bold nature. If your suggestion is too bold, what basically happens there is you may find yourself in a scenario where the mind is kind of calling BS on that suggestion. They step on the mat. I don't feel that feeling. Rats, it didn't work. Though again, the benefit becomes by using as that little bit of a throwaway, it's taking some of the sting away from it being too bold. I'll give you another example of this. There's the concept of the safe place uh, reinforcement mechanism. Uh, many hypnotists over the years would make use of a safe place, perhaps by having an out. If they get into some sort of ab reaction, you could suddenly say, go back to that safe place. You could uh, be in the style of what I learned from Roy Hunter out of Art of Hypnosis and Art of Hypnotherapy. Again, books and resources in the show notes. You could um, be in the format of building a safe place anchor. In uh, his books, he refers to be building a peaceful place uh, trigger by taking a finger and thumb and squeezing them together and bringing back the state of the safe place. I don't do that with a physical gesture. I do it with a deep breath because you can do a deep breath anytime, anywhere, and nobody knows you're doing something, as I like to say. Uh, anytime, anywhere, no one knows you're doing something. That's kind of one of my branding things in terms of reinforcement mechanisms, rather than, I need a dark room and a CD player for an hour, rather than this extraneous sequence of movements. Instead, I'm teaching you things you can do anytime, anywhere, and nobody knows you're doing something, which is a much more appropriate thing to be able to do. So this concept of a safe place, how do we build that? 
Well, basically, we're going to be modeling something that they have already experienced, and by doing that, calling back the emotional and physiological state of that experience. So rather than invent something, we're going to model something that they already have in the vocabulary of their mind and body. And build up enough, let me actually get into the details of exactly how I'd often do that. Begin to imagine yourself in whatever you would consider to be a peaceful, relaxing place and just simply imagine you're there now. Whether it's a vacation spot, whether it's a moment in time with a friend, a family member, a loved one. It could be as simple as your own bed. There's no right, there's no wrong. Whatever first pops into your mind is perfectly appropriate for you. Just simply imagine a safe, peaceful place and be there now. So what have I done here? We're making use of a little bit of a listing pattern strategy by doing this. Uh, rather than saying something which is too bold, which would be imagine yourself in a peaceful, relaxing place and imagine you're there now. I think this is where, honestly, this concept really came to be for me. Uh, and this may be the example of running when I wasn't really being chased. Uh, it story goes back, it's 2017 right now. I think this is dating back to 2008, where I had done this process with a woman for stop smoking. And this is a bit of an extreme story, and I share this story uh, not to speak ill of another helping profession, yet to illustrate my point. It's the second appointment, and she's in front of me, and she says, she's got a little notepad, and she's telling me, um, my, this is her language, not my quote. This is her exact statement. Uh, my shrink and I discussed everything that you did wrong in your session with me last week. Uh, which, end of the story first, I politely handed her back the notes and said, if you feel someone else can better help you with this issue, I think you should work with them rather than me. I'm going to refund the balance of your appointments. Longer story, even shorter, we did the session that day and, quote, her shrink uh, eventually also came in as one of my clients. I don't intend that to be a uh, aha kind of moment, but aha. So uh, it's a moment where they had basically discussed, I have been a victim of abuse my entire life and I do not have a safe place. How dare you suggest I have one? To which, when I reminded her, I had mentioned it could even be your own uh, bed or driving in your car or whatever you find you like doing, that would have been fine. Again, the phrase is, whatever pops into your mind is perfectly appropriate. There's no right, there's no wrong. Suddenly, she looks a little sheepish and goes, oh, sorry. So here's the exact scenario where, again, rather than saying a safe, peaceful, relaxing place, the problem with that is that little part of our brain starts to play the game of, is it okay that I'm doing this one? Oh, here's an example from years ago. Oh, I thought of relaxing on the swing at my uh, grandmother's uh, uh, farm. Oh, but wait a minute. My grandmother had a heart attack a few years ago, and now that I'm thinking of my grandmother, I'm kind of sad. So maybe I shouldn't use that. Meanwhile, the hypnotist is now talking about something else. Uh-oh, I'm doing this wrong. You know, it's where in my mind the nocebo of am I doing this right can really, really damage high-quality work that you might be doing. So it's where if I didn't throw in the suggestion of whatever pops into your mind, there's no right, there's no wrong, whatever you're thinking of now is perfectly appropriate. So the phrasing of that safe, peaceful, relaxing place moment would simply be, uh, imagine yourself in whatever you consider to be a peaceful, relaxing place and imagine you're there now. And that's kind of the bold statement. And then the next chunk is kind of the throwaway suggestion. 
whether it's a vacation spot, whether it's a moment in time with a friend, a family member, a loved one, whether it's as comfortable as your own bed, there's no right, there's no wrong, whatever first pops into your mind is perfectly appropriate. Just imagine you're in a safe, peaceful place and imagine you're there now. Let me give you some uh, subtext of that moment. I'm going to ask you to think of one specific thing right now, and I want you to think of that one specific thing. It could be this, it could be this, it could be that. It really could be anything else. You might be overthinking this. Just think of this one specific thing. Whatever it is right now, that's what I want you to think of. Yeah, whatever it is right now, you're doing great. Think of that. Now, that's not what I'm saying out loud. That's what I'm thinking as I'm delivering those suggestions. So it's kind of a bit of, again, a throwaway suggestion in that moment to soften the two bolt of a moment because some people, some of the time, might be getting locked up in that moment thinking, am I doing this right? And I'm going to be pulling away from that two bolt of a moment by doing admittedly a bit of a listing pattern, whether it's A, whether it's B, whether it's C, or whether it's, let's throw in D through Z, all these other things, whatever it could possibly be. So again, it's a way of softening that suggestion in such a way that it's not coming across as too bold. I'll give you a quick example of what I mean by too bold. And I will be referencing the exact names of former students, as I know they're often listeners of this program, and I think they'll enjoy this. There's a moment where uh, Nikki is there about to do an instant hand drop induction on, uh, on JD. Uh, Nikki is probably a hundred pounds if she's wearing a parka and she's soaking wet. And, uh, JD is this massive, like six foot six, uh, firefighter who's all muscle. Uh, and I hear her say to him, press down on your press down on my hand as hard as you possibly can. And I'm in the other room and I got to come running and going, I got to see where this goes. And I think if I remember the story right, he actually opens his eyes. It's a practice session and a training course. And he goes, I don't think you want me doing that. Uh, press down, press down, whatever that means for you. Again, the whatever you means for you, whatever's appropriate for you. Those are two simple examples of throwaway suggestions that you can make use of in that moment. There's another one that I use there, which is the phrase, there's no right, there's no wrong. So let's look at some other examples of hypnotic work you might be possibly doing. A great example is that I look at a lot of deeper advanced strategies um, as my hypnotic excuse to get my client doing direct suggestion hypnosis on themselves. So I am the biggest believer of the power of the unconscious mind. I'm the biggest believer in terms of the power of uh, accessing unconscious programming. So specifically, what is that referring to? Any sort of parts therapy uh, intervention where the client is interacting by way of gestalt therapy of the individual parts. Hypnotic age regression in terms of accessing that inner child work and going into that event at six years old where this thing happened. Um, NLP interventions in terms of bypassing that critical faculty of the mind to directly access the unconscious mind and operate along a timeline. Again, other parts intervention style work. All this great stuff. So it's work that I firmly believe in, yet really my excuse is it's an opportunity to get my client doing direct suggestion and hypnosis on themselves. I don't care how clever you think I am or how clever you think you are. Whatever content can possibly come from your client is going to be so much more powerful, so much more effective. So really as incredible as the unconscious mind is, 
and these advanced hypnotic interventions are, from my book, they're an opportunity to get your client doing direct suggestion and hypnosis on themselves. That's what that moment is all about for me. So it becomes a place where the client is now going to be verbalizing the change work out loud. And it's a place where they might be in their own head thinking, am I doing this right? Is this going the way that it should be going? And that little phrase that I've already referenced, there's no right, there's no wrong. Whatever you find yourself thinking and saying is perfectly appropriate. There's another example of a throwaway suggestion where I'm deleting that critical filter, not critical faculty. Remember again that hypnosis is the bypassing of that critical faculty. It's not the deletion of it. So they're still aware of everything that's going on, yet they're just deleting that filter in terms of what's right, what's wrong. So they're still aware of it. So I'm deleting that little extra filter of that little judgment faculty of going, am I doing this right? Is this how it should be going? Here's another example. Uh, those of you that are inside of my training program, Hypnotic Workers, or have interacted with any of my hypnotic conviction work, there's a whole delivery in terms of how I do hypnotic glove anesthesia, where I'm not even telling you that's a numbing feeling where it's again a listing pattern, whether it's numbing, whether it's coolness, or just a different style of awareness, whatever feeling it is, is perfectly appropriate for you. So again, that there's no right, there's no wrong, whatever is appropriate for you. Those of you that are also of the NLP model uh, are perhaps familiar with negative tag questions where you now feel completely and totally relaxed or not or your mind is already making these incredible discoveries inside, isn't it? And it's that little bit of a tag question at the end of the statement that helps you to soften the sting of something which may have been a little too bold in its delivery. So what I'd encourage you to do is really think about your hypnotic suggestions. Where very often this comes into play is that sometimes I've had this experience where students, I get a lot of people taking my courses who have already been trained elsewhere and they're looking to punch up their work. They're looking to really improve their efficacy inside of the process by learning a more systematic way of addressing the hypnotic change process. And very often they'd have people say, oh, but one time somebody had an issue with this moment. I'll give you an example, back to the Dave Elman induction. I've met so many people over the years who have gotten caught up and hung up in this moment of test your eyelids so they just won't work. Oh, but I had a person for test anxiety. They weren't comfortable with that. Let me say this politely. You're overthinking the hell out of it. You know, it's a place where the, the direction is given as a bit of a throwaway in that moment. And by doing it that way, it's no longer as bold of a suggestion. Go ahead and test them and satisfy yourself. So again, de-emphasize, emphasize. Begin to test them and satisfy yourself. You can make them just not work. So the test them. This is the whole delivery of hypnotic uh, phenomenon for me. I am de-emphasizing the result that I don't want to have, and I'm emphasizing the result I do want to have. It is a throwaway suggestion to say, try to bend your arm. And the bold statement is, and it gets even stronger. Those of you that have been trained in any sort of hypnosis that tells you to classify your client as needing a permissive or authoritative style, stop doing that crap. Seriously, talk about outdated because instead you can be permissively authoritative and authoritatively permissive. And this concept of 
throwaway suggestions is exactly my style of doing that. So the more you try to bend your arm, it just gets even stronger, stiff and rigid like a steel bar. Again, those of you that are listening to the podcast of this, this was recorded as a Facebook Live event. We've got uh, folks all over. We've got Chris Thompson. We've got Rory Fulcher. We've got uh, Michael Watson joining in. Cool. This is fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. So again, if you've been trained in that honestly out-of-date model of classifying your client, the moment you classify your client... You're only hypnotizing yourself to believe that they need special treatment. Instead, it's all about being permissively authoritative or authoritatively permissive. How's that for some wonderful jargon? Let's, uh, let's move forward inside of this as well. Uh, and I hinted at this uh, pattern a little while ago. This is one that I've been doing for years, and I don't think I've ever actually uh, taught uh, because I'm still kind of workshopping it. It's a place of giving an extremely bold prestige style suggestion. One that is one of those, oh wow, style suggestions, but then completely soften it and then leading into something else. So the pattern is this. I could tell you, fill in the blank, and that would work. Though that's not the best thing I could do for you. Here's the example of this. I could tell you, you will never feel that anxious feeling around speaking ever again. And that would work. Though that's not the best suggestion I can give you today. Instead, it's, and the framework of this is I'm then going to launch into a whole bit of patter around, um, you're going to recognize feeling and feel it more of excitement, feel it more as enthusiasm, feel it more as authority. Uh, you want some really great concept on that, uh, listen to any of the podcast sessions, there's two of them uh, that I've done with Nicholas Pallison, a former student opera singer who is now leading an incredible hypnotic career. Go see him at all the major conventions this year. He is outstanding. Uh, so the pattern again is I could tell you boldest suggestion I could possibly give you and that would work. Though that's not the best thing I could do for you today. So I could tell you, you will never feel that nervous feeling while speaking ever again. And that would work. Though that's not the best suggestion I can give you. So again, this is kind of a combo of an indirect suggestion, a negative command, a bit of a tag question, negative tag question type thing, bringing in some of this throwaway suggestion concept. I could tell you, you will never feel that fear of flipping backwards on that high beam ever again. And that would work. Though that's not the best thing I could do for you today. Instead, you will find yourself becoming more aware of the feelings of your body. And now you recognize that feeling as confidence. You've recognized that feeling as the power flowing through your body. Hey, that's fresh in my mind because I said that to a nine-year-old a couple of hours ago. So again, it's a place where you are heightening this bold prestige style suggestion and it's a bit of a negative command i could tell you this and notice that i'm not saying it but i am saying it i could tell you this is the incredible result you're going to achieve and that would work though that's not the best thing i could say to you so recognize that pattern i'm not saying i'm not saying that you catch that i'm not saying i'm not saying that i could tell you you will never forget this technique ever again. I could tell you that, and that would work. 
Though the best thing I could tell you is that you're going to start to adapt the strategy for your own style and your own approach, and that's what's going to make make it work even greater for you. So it's a little bit of a patterning to kind of fold into your work, which is allowing you to deliver that bam, that ultimate powerful suggestion, yet soften it in such a way by way of this throwaway suggestion. And again, to reframe whatever feeling they were experiencing now as something else. I'm not really an energy healer kind of person, but it's all energy. Let's have them experience it as something else is what I'm going at which is breaking away that binary result of going the feeling was either there or it wasn't there. And instead, what that does, it allows them to recognize the feeling in the way that they want it to be. So if I didn't completely eradicate that feeling that they were here to eliminate, instead now they're recognizing it as something more beneficial. And the thing that really makes this work, again, is this concept, I'm giving you all sorts of examples here, of this throwaway suggestion. So it's a bit of a tonality trick to say something really bold and then soften it and then continue along your way. So I'd love this to be the beginning of a conversation. Head over to Facebook, go to the Work Smart Hypnosis page over on Facebook, simply facebook.com forward slash Work Smart Hypnosis. Uh, go to the podcast listing of this and leave your comments over on worksmarthypnosis.com or chances are this was originally recorded as a Facebook live event and I'd love to see your examples of how you're going to be putting this into use and how you workshop it as well. Even better, stick up your videos on Facebook, on YouTube, and uh, tag this uh, recording as well, and let's continue this conversation. It's a way of, again, where sometimes something may have been too bold of a suggestion, but to soften it and pull it back by delivering the phrase is just kind of the callback, kind of the throwaway, as it often was inside of comedy writing. This has been session number 110, all about throwaway suggestions, and I look forward to hearing your feedback as to how you've put this into use. All right. Hey there, once again, it's Jason Lynette, and thank you so much for interacting with this solo lecture session all about throwaway suggestions. To get more hypnosis training like this, you can actually get full instant access to my entire hypnosis training library. Just head over to hypnoticworkers.com. Everything from hypnotic inductions to deepeners to techniques for change you will not find anywhere else, as well as full session demo demonstrations fully transcribed as well. Also, coming up, this is a very special event. Join me for Work Smart NLP. This is a five-day interactive hands-on event happening in Springfield, Virginia. You can learn more about that event by heading over to virginianlp.com forward slash home. That's going to give you all the details for the upcoming Work Smart NLP course. It's a five-day intensive training in Springfield, Virginia in September 2017. And we've got a great hotel room rate set up for those of you traveling in from out of town to be there live in the room interacting as well. Once again, leave your feedback over at iTunes and uh, tell everybody you know all about this program. It's again, Jason Lynette with the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast. I'll see you around next time. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. 